Hello, I'm Anna Foster. This is BBC News live from Jerusalem. The exit of foreign citizens from Gaza has been stopped, at least temporarily. No one has used the crossing so far today. And we're hearing that border authorities will not permit foreign passport holders to cross into Egypt until the injured people in Gaza's hospitals are allowed to travel through Rafah. Hundreds of foreign citizens have escaped Gaza through the Rafah crossing into Egypt in the past few days. Well, meanwhile, the diplomatic efforts to relieve the humanitarian crisis in Gaza are stepping up once again. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Amman, meeting leaders from Lebanon, Qatar and from Jordan itself. Mr. Blinken is pushing for pauses in the fighting in Gaza. The regional leaders want an immediate ceasefire, but the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insists there'll be no temporary truce until all hostages who are being held have been released. While in Gaza, an official from the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees is warning that there is less and less it can do to protect people. Well, the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry says 9,488 people have now been killed, with around 3,900 of them being children. Around 1,400 Israelis were killed in the Hamas attacks on the 7th of October. The health ministry in Gaza also says at least 12 people who were sheltering in a school were killed in an explosion there on Friday night. Hamas says the school was bombed by Israel, but there's been no comment yet from the Israel Defense Forces. While well, the UN Secretary-General and the World Health Organization have both condemned Israel's attack on an ambulance in Gaza. On Friday, the Israel Defense Forces admitted striking the ambulance but said that the vehicle was being used by Hamas to transport fighters. And the United States says it believes the war between Israel and Hamas is being contained and any broader regional conflict has been deterred. The comments from the Pentagon follow the first public remarks from the leader of the Iranian-backed and Lebanon-based Hezbollah group, who didn't commit his thousands of fighters to enter the conflict. Well, let's get the latest now from our correspondent, Mark Lowen. Four weeks on, it's unrelenting. Israel has continued its pounding of Gaza from the ground and from the air. Overnight, its army says it killed what it called terror cells, exiting some of the many Hamas tunnels. The target, Israel says, is terrorists. But civilians are paying an ever more disastrous price. A school in a refugee camp hit this morning in what Palestinians say was an Israeli strike that killed at least 15. Israel hasn't commented. Most of these pictures are too graphic to show. Childhood innocence has been destroyed too. This boy says he witnessed three bombings here, carrying bodies with his own hands. Hospitals and schools, places of refuge no more. Israel maintaining their Hamas hideouts, using civilians as human shields. The roads are not safe. Uh, the UNRWA schools, which were used for any attack in the past also as shelters are not safe. The south doesn't seem safe either. And the passage to the south wouldn't seem safe either. As the war grinds on, the American Secretary of State arrived in Jordan, telling regional leaders the US is pushing for increased aid, despite Israel's prime minister rejecting his call for a humanitarian pause. As Gaza smolders, so does Arab anger. Diplomacy has failed to stop the bloodshed. On the ground, more foreign passport holders have been leaving from Gaza, like 11-year-old Farah, her American passport a way out, but her father left behind. 
My dad uh, told me to be safe and he hugged me and he kissed my forehead because he's very worried about me. And this is the devastation they leave, Gaza and its lives ripped apart. Israel hopes it will be Hamas itself that will be flattened here. But what then? Let's talk a little more about that news that uh, a hold has been put on people with foreign passports leaving Gaza through the Rafah crossing into Egypt. Let's speak to our BBC Arabic correspondent, Ala Rigay. And, and Ala, what are we hearing about the situation at Rafah? Has anybody crossed out of Gaza into Egypt today? Well, um, till this moment, we've been hearing that nobody uh, managed to cross to the Egyptian side, according to uh, Palestinian uh, sources. We have seen uh, the list that used to be issued um, in the past three days by the authorities of crossings in uh, Gaza, with around um, 700 names, uh, including German, British, um, and um, Egyptians for uh, for the first time. Uh, all of the all of these people, hundreds of them, headed to the border, uh, but the gate didn't open. Uh, according to sources we talked to um, from uh, the crossings authorities in the Palestinian side, uh, th there's some kind of um, a condition. They are making it clear that they will not allow the uh, foreigners or dual nationals to cross to the Egyptian side till there's some kind of coordination or agreement about the safety of transferring those uh, injured, uh, severely injured Palestinians to the Egyptian side. Um, this, of course, came after a day uh, when the Palestinian side or Palestinian authorities accused the Israeli um, forces of um, targeting uh, a convoy of ambulance uh, ambulance in front of Al Shifa uh, Hospital, which killed um, around uh, 15 uh, in in this uh, convoy. Um, so far, uh, nobody crossed, but we're still watching if there will be some kind of updates there. Yeah, it sounds like those discussions are, are still going on, doesn't it? Those diplomatic negotiations. Do we know what exactly is being asked for in terms of the injured being allowed to leave? Is it a certain number or do we just not know that level of detail? Well, we don't know about the criteria or the number the first day uh, in on Wednesday. We heard that 81 will be allowed to cross to Egypt or to be transferred to Egyptian hospitals. Uh, according to Egyptian official numbers, only around 45 were allowed to cross or to be transferred to Egyptian um, hospitals. We know that their identities are uh, checked uh, and uh, verified by the security, um, Israeli security or Egyptian security to verify that they are not um, involved in the fighting. They are uh, civilians. Um, but we don't know about the criteria. Why those? But most of them uh, are severely injured. Um, most, of, Some of them uh, were children. Um, but, you know, um, we don't know about the criteria itself. 
Allah, thank you. Allah Agayi, our correspondent from BBC Arabic, joining us there live from Cairo. Uh, we've also heard in the last few hours that the Israeli military uh, opened one of Gaza's two main highways to allow traffic so people could head south from the north of the Gaza Strip. This came in a social media post written in Arabic saying that traffic would be permitted between 1 and 4 p.m. local time. That's a window that closes at the end of, of this hour. The message said that Hamas leaders were already protecting themselves and urged civilians to do the same by heeding instructions to move south away from the fiercest of the fighting, which is happening in the north of the Strip. Well, let's get the latest from Gaza. Our correspondent Rushdie Abu Aluf is there. Today, Israel asked about half a million people who still live in Gaza City and the north to leave south here to Khan Yunis. The city is already overwhelmed by about a million people who displaced from their houses. The reason the fighting was intensified around the Gaza City and it seems that the Israeli operation is expanding and pushing the people who are still in Gaza to leave. They want the uh, area to be evacuated, especially around the uh, Tel El Hawa area where Al-Quds Hospital is. This morning there was an airstrike right in the front of the hospital and they destroyed a building causing big damage and big panic to about 14,000 people who are taking the hospital as shelter. Israel insisted they should leave. The director of the hospital say we can't leave because most of the road around the hospital were destroyed and about 100 patients are being treated inside. Eight of them were connected to the life-saving machine. The biggest Israeli incursion so far is in the northwest of Gaza, and they are pushing hard towards Gaza City. It seems that the Israelis want to tighten the uh, siege around Gaza City itself, and they are pushing hard for the residents who are still remain there to leave their homes here to Khan Yunis.